I don't take a lot of pictures when I'm high. There's not a lot of people that I like. They only celebrate a nigga when he die. They putting lighters in the sky for your life. Zion, 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 You a shooting guard, nigga. You a prospect. You a Nike check coming at the project. Yo, what's smacking NBA hoop fans, fans of the Orange Basketball, basketball hoopers, man. Special shout-outs to the 2K community, Hall of Fame, fam, Hall of Fame alums. You know the voices, L, Scott Fitzgerald, the young demigod is in the building. Let's get it, nigga. We back lit. Welcome to the vibe if it's your first time listening. If you're coming back second, third, fourth time, make sure that you hit that favorite button, smash that like button. Join the Hall of Fame alums and subscribe and follow the official HOF Press Badge handle at Twitter, HOF Press Badge, and on Hardwood Amino. We are on every platform that you can hear a podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, SoundCloud, and man, we're everywhere. We are not on ESPN's Pod Center yet, but we will be soon enough. Let's get there. Let's talk. Welcome to the barbershop. Come on in, close the door, pull up a seat. My Twitter is just L Scott. Make sure that you join the conversation. Follow the pound sign HOF alum hashtag. How are you doing today, loved ones? I appreciate you all for listening. I have a Hall of Fame press badge, and I'm going to get that joint dirty today. It is episode 16 on my road to 99. I appreciate everyone that's listening. Um, Let's start off with episode 17. I'll go there first, and I'll say I talked about Paul George, and is he better than LeBron? Do the kids like LeBron less than Paul George, or are the kids just not enjoying the King's final curtain, I guess? Um, Are we not enjoying that? Um, I'll go straight into that a little bit and then bring it to light of what's going on today. Because uh, that was a month ago that I did episode 17. Episode 18, we're going to talk about LeBron's curtain call and what they're doing now. They're trying to take the narratives that they can and spin them. He's had these um, different sayings come out of, I was with the team, I wasn't with the team, it was the kids and this band, and I got injured, and I wasn't supposed to play for six months, and... All of this stuff. Well, is he out of his prime? He's 34 years old, going to 35. And then I see that there was a conversation that um, Brian Windhorst had put out that says, you know, when LeBron went to Miami, it was underwhelming at first. And then when he went back to Cleveland, it was underwhelming at first. Now he's in L.A. and it's underwhelming. No, let's cut that argument all the way out because he made it to the playoffs. Even if he didn't make it to the finals, which he did all four of those seasons that he was in Miami and all four of the seasons that he went back to Cleveland, he made it to the playoffs. He also did make it to the finals, you guys, but he made it to the playoffs. I'm telling you, the Western Conference is a different beast, a different animal, because you have to see these animals more than twice a year. You have to see them four times a year. So it's tougher competition. And it's more repetitive competition. You're taking 
a pit bull and you're fighting them four times in a week rather than seeing this pit bull once this week and go off for a week and then once another week you know what i'm saying it's not spread out like that anymore it's not i got some easy teams to feast on i'm playing against the magics four times a year i'm playing against the bulls four times a year that shit just sucks saying that the bulls suck but it they suck i'm sorry uh you got the knicks four times a year you got the nets four times a year back then so you you know what i'm saying you're eating those teams up you know what i'm saying you end up with a you know 16 wins and they're just because you showed up you know what i'm saying so it's tough on lebron but this is also what i'm gonna say because this is enough talking about lebron already i've been spent excuse me the beginning of my episode 18 about two or three minutes on this already so it's time to let that go i will say though right here on hall of fame press badge man we will be calling the lakers the usual suspects from now on they are the usual suspects once again when i talk about the team that i hate the most the ones that burn my tongue the goddamn la lakers they will be called the usual suspects be right back don't go nowhere stay tuned more hall of fame press bed show on the way all right y'all we back lit appreciate y'all for rocking with the hall of fame press bad show I got a Hall of Fame press badge, and it's time to get that badge dirty. This is episode 18 on my road to 99. I appreciate everyone for listening because you could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that from the bottom of my soul. So, with that being said, episode 18, let's talk about the polls that I put up on the Hardwood Amino. Shout outs to the Hardwood Amino and the boys. Shout out to the boys on Hardwood Amino. I am enjoying, personally enjoying putting out the different polls that I put up because I see that I get a lot of uh, traction from that. People enjoy the polls that I put out. I know there are a lot of people that I see. I watch. You know what I'm saying? I'm hip. I'm looking. I see you. Like I said, continue to inspire me to inspire you. I'm watching you so you can inspire me to inspire you. So I am watching everything that's going on on the Amino. And I see people put out some stuff, repetitive polls and polls that don't make sense and stuff. People only get about five or six people to vote, seven, eight people to vote. Usually when I put a poll up in the first hour, I get a vote every one minute. So for the first hour maybe two hours, I get a vote every single minute of the hour. And that is beautiful to me. And so it lets me know that you guys are rocking with my polls, my ideas that I put out there. So once again, I appreciate the support. HOF alumni, I appreciate you guys for rocking with me. Last month, 25 days ago, whatever, I put up the poll about LeBron or D-Wade making it to the playoffs. D-Wade, we're still talking about this guy, man. D-Wade and his wonderful season as he's, um, I guess, giving us his final curtain call. Um, These braids are crazy during his last season, but 
retirement is looking good on you. You know what I'm saying? This final season is looking good on you. And the fact that he is still in the runnings for a playoff berth sounds pretty good. Feels pretty good. But guess who's on their team? I mean, guess who's on their tail? Kimba Walker. And why I said team is because I wanted to get to this and I just I jumped the gun, I guess, in my head a little bit. They are on their way. Yes, the Miami Heat are on their way, but someone is pulling on their coattails, and that is Kimball Walker with the team of kids. He's on a team of a band of throwaways. You know what I'm saying? He's in a smaller market, but who? It's I don't think that it's that people don't want. People want to play for Michael Jordan. People want to play for Michael Jordan. It's just that we understand the kind of GM, the kind of owner that he is now. He's he has a track record now. And so with that, D-Wade, he's on his way to the playoffs. He's just got to continue to stay there. They got to continue to stay consistent and steady right now. But those boys in Charlotte are on their tails, so... It is what it is. D-Wade is enjoying a great, great curtain call. Okay. So, anyways, I did put up that poll, though, on Hardwood Amino. And, um, yeah, you guys thought that D-Wade was going to be the one that makes it, you know what I'm saying, to the um, to the postseason here. Um, sorry, I got a little sidetracked, but I'm back on it. Let's go on to the new polls, man. The polls that I've been putting up, it's time to speak on it. Hall of Fame alums, bro, rock with me. I asked a question. I said, who's better, D'Angelo Russell or Devin Booker? And in my days, that I, you know what I'm saying, I put this poll up there. I got a couple of days to let it happen and... The option to have it up for 30 days and all of that stuff. But no, I'll just put it up there for a week. And it's funny that I put up this poll and what happens days after the poll. So people made their votes. They can change and stuff like that if they want to. But I put up the poll and this guy stiffens my argument. He makes it harder. He makes it stick even more. Devin Booker or D'Angelo Russell. Who's the better basketball player? Uh, I'm going to look. Check it out. I have not looked at it yet. So what I'm going to do. I'm going to review the results. D'Angelo Russell with 76%. And Devin Booker with 23.4%. Now, I don't want to stress the facts that I didn't vote. And the facts are sitting right here in our face. One person is an all-star. One person isn't an all-star. One person is leading their team to wins. One person is not leading their team to wins. One player is in the Eastern Conference. One player is in the Western Conference. I said it before, I think that D-Wade deserved a position over D'Angelo Russell, 
But with them throwing Dirk and uh, Dirk Russell, they're throwing Dirk and D-Way on the court together. You know what I'm saying? They're throwing them out there. Why wasn't the next person up Jimmy Butler? That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. But D'Angelo Russell is running away with it because the fact that he's winning and that he's an all-star this year. I don't think that he's a better basketball player overall or anything at all compared to Devin Booker because Devin Booker can put the ball in the hole and he doesn't bring the ball to the court all the time. What D'Angelo Russell did right before, because granted he did this the day of me putting the poll up, D'Angelo Russell goes off, does the um, unthinkable in the fourth quarter. And they end up winning uh, the game that they were down. You know what I'm saying? It's part of history. If you weren't looking, you know what I'm saying? You weren't there. If you missed, you missed. You know what I'm saying? If you were there, you're there. If you know, you know. Devin Booker is the man. He just scored 59 points after scoring 50 points the previous game. He has an NBA record of 70 points in a game. The guy can flat out score, and he is on a team where he's on an island just like Kemba. He's by himself. Now, I won't say he's by himself with the point of Kemba has a less suited NBA basketball team sitting around him because he has a lot of people that can't spread the floor, but he has a couple of rookies, but his rookies aren't better than... um, the rookies out there in the Suns organization. The Suns is just a dumpster fire. You know what I'm saying? They are a dumpster on fire. And they have been for a little while now. Shout outs to Miss Greta out there in Phoenix, man. She was out at that city council meeting um, having her words, you know what I'm saying, be expressed. And she said what she said. She felt how she felt. And she spoke for the community of Phoenix and how they feel about the Suns. And she's a fan. And she's entitled to have her opinion and feelings. And she said what she said. The Suns are just a bad team. But I don't think that makes Devin Booker himself a bad basketball player. And I don't think that makes him worse than D'Angelo Russell. Because D'Angelo Russell is nice. D'Angelo Russell is very nice. But I personally just think that he's not better than D'Angelo Russell. I mean, I personally think that he is better than D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell is not better than Devin Booker. But that's neither here nor there because I said my piece. It's on to the next. The next poll that I had put up, man. Hall of Fame alumni, man. Hall of Fame press badges to show L. Scott Fitzgerald's name in basketball is the game. Melo or Muscala? The point is put out there that the Lakers are officially out of the playoffs and the Lakers traded Beasley and Zubak for Mike Muscala. The Lakers decided not to buy out anyone and did not pick up Carmelo Anthony. So let's agree that Muscala was not a positive addition. So would Melo have been any worse? Would he have been better? I mean, I don't know. What would you have done if you were the GM? And what would you have done to possibly... I mean, and what... Melo have contributed to maybe one more win with the Lakers than Mike Muscala. Now, as I said, the question is put out there. Melo or Muscala? 
it's not a question of who's better. It's a question of who would have done better. Now, we... It's black and white. Muscala was put on the team. He did his job, his due diligence to try and put the ball in the hole. He did not do so. That's all to it. That's the points. That's the facts. That is what's there, the optics for us to see what happened. This man was not that good. They did not go for Carmelo in the buyout market. And, and LeBron said he wanted this guy, supposedly. He says, oh, yeah, I want Carmelo. But you didn't get him. It didn't buy him out. It didn't try him. Huh, excuse me. They didn't try him. And I just... I don't understand why. Magic Johnson was so excited. That first interview in the back about, you know, the trades and things that were going on. He was so excited about having Mike Muscala on the team. But I think we can all agree that Melo is a better basketball player overall. And he would have probably done a lot more for the Lakers in a positive trend than what Mike Muscala did. That's just my opinion. What do you guys think? Hall of Fame alums, make sure that you join the conversation on Twitter at Justell Scott. Hit me up and follow the hashtag pound sign HOF alumni. Um, Mello wins this poll 58%. To Mike Muscala's 41%. And I, I don't know. People are... I don't know. People are crazy. Mike Muscala. <laughs> I, those, those, that's the casual fan. Those are the haters. Those are the ones that aren't looking at the numbers. Those are the ones that... I guess a Laker hater. I don't know. I don't know. That's neither here nor there. I'm done with talking about that. It is what it is. Next poll that I put up. Was about the Warriors. And it's very important, this poll. Because this poll is going to be in our faces. This poll is going to be. Excuse me, this poll is going to be something that happens. It's not something that happened. Something that's going to happen. And we're going to continue to see it. Until these guys are bounced out. So the Warriors. The death lineup. Versus the new five star. Five all star lineup. So it's been said that Draymond cannot shoot. And also. Andre Godala's three point percentage is not that far off. From Draymond. <coughs> Excuse me guys. Um. So neither one of these guys are great shooters, right? So the plan is to stick on to Steph Curry like glue. Stick on to Clay like glue. <coughs> Excuse me. And if those two guys, Draymond Green and Andre Iguodala are in, we'll let them roam around free on that three-point line and dare them to shoot. We'll live with them shooting. So those two guys can't shoot. Also, Boogie is now a liability in the pick and roll, and Steph Curry is always the ISO guinea pig on defense. You always try to give him 
eight or nine, you know, different dribble cross over moves or whatever, then trying to get to the hole, exploiting this guy, trying to weaken his ankles or whatever you can do. So he's tired on the defensive end, so he has to work on the defensive end and the offensive end. So that's what they try to do for Kirk. And it's true. The Warriors added Cousins, but everyone is one year older than they were last year. Even with the re-addition of Bogut on the Warriors, you know, they still have a more shallow bench than they've ever had before. Sean Livingston is older, not giving you as much as he would. Got Andre Iguodala. He's older. He's not giving you as much as he would. You got the young guys, James, uh, James, the young guy, Jones, he got injured a little bit, so he's kind of tender. You know what I'm saying? He's doing what he can, though, but he's just young. You got Looney. He's all right. You know what I'm saying? He's just not an offensive player like that. And he can get worked on in the perk, uh, in the perk and row. In the pick and row, he can get worked on a little bit, but... Listen, the Warriors, they're still very talented and they're very capable. So which lineup will the Lakers and Steve Kerr end up using down the stretch? The playoff swing, man, going down swinging. I think that they're going to go down swinging if they go down swinging or they're going out swinging. I personally think they're going to go out swinging with the death lineup. And why that is... It's because the death lineup is proven to work. Granted, Steph, Steph, granted, Steve Kerr does things in the playoffs that I guess any other coach wouldn't do. Puts out James McAdoo. Do you remember that? Do you remember who James McAdoo is? If you don't, make sure that you guys Google. James McAdoo, but James McAdoo is playing in the G League right now or overseas, one of the two, I'm not sure. He was doing flip-flopping a little bit, but James McAdoo was used in the playoffs and was a key component to throwing off the beginning of games of the opposing teams that played against the Warriors. The Houston Rockets thrown off a little bit by James McAdoo. Uh, the Clippers were thrown off by James McAdoo. Uh, the the Thunder were thrown off by him a little bit. So, Steve Kerr does things that, you know what I'm saying, you wouldn't expect. And I think that he's going to go down swinging with the Def lineup because it's tried, it's proven to work. Does that mean the boogie is not good? Does that mean that he's not wanted on the team? Does that mean that he's not doing what he's supposed to do or anything like that? No, I just think that that's what's going to end up happening. I don't think that you can have boogie on the court in those close-up minutes for anything other than he'll hit a, a, a um, free throw faster than Draymond will. He'll take a shot faster than Draymond will. But uh, I'll tell you the the actual. Uh, nah, I won't even go there with that. But I'll just say that I personally think that that's what they're gonna go for, 
And I think it has nothing to do with saying, hey, Boogie can't. I think it just has to do with everything that the deaf lineup can do. And what I'll do is I won't vote on that myself. But I will look at the results right here to see who won. So Hall of Fame alumni, you guys have voted for the deaf lineup at 59%, 59.3 over the all-star lineup at 40.7. So you guys are kind of on, you know, par with me. Uh, with how you all feel, but I tell you that Devin Booker versus um, D'Angelo Russell, that one caught me by surprise a little bit, but it's neither here nor there. That's just the optics that I see, and that beauty is in the eye of the beholder, so that's who I saw. Now, I have another question. I mean, I have another two polls, and I really like these two polls. I really do. So what I'll do is I'll come right back with these polls. So stay tuned. Don't you go nowhere. Hall of Fame Press Badge is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. We'll be right back. Stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. All right, y'all, we backlit. Appreciate you guys for rocking with me, man. Hall of Fame alums, Hall of Fame fam, Hall of Fame press badge, HOF press badge.com, HOF press badge on the hardwood amino, and HOF press badge is the handle where the Twitter, where all of the official podcasts come out. And as I said, we are on every digital podcast platform that you can hear a podcast on. SoundCloud, Discord, iHeartRadio, everywhere, man. Make sure that you guys are rocking with the Hall of Fame press badge. I have the polls here. And these are some polls that I really, really like. Because they let you know ages. They let you know people that are reading. People that understand what the questions are that I'm asking and I like those people that pay attention. So pay attention to rock with me, man. The NBA needs new faces, right? So who's the next Larry Bird? The reason why I went there with this poll and this question, and I've extended that out there. The NBA needs new faces is what they keep on trying to spin as a narrative. And it's true. It started off the first, second third episodes of the hall of fame press bad show this whole season has been talks about lebron is getting older who's going to be the new face what are they going to do how are they consistently changing the nba why are they the face of the nba and this and that well there's been a comment of going back in time of who's been the faces of the nba before it's been Jerry West, Bill Russell, Jerry West and Bill Russell, then it goes to Will Chamberlain, Jordan, I mean, you got Jordan, Isaiah Thomas, you got Magic and Bird, Shaq, Jordan, as I stated before, you got Kobe, who was kind of, he was a face for other stuff during the time that he was the quote-unquote face, he was the face for stuff outside of basketball, and then LeBron. All right, so these are the bigger faces, right? But remember back in the time when, because there, there's not just, oh, shoot, there's the face. That's him. 
it's it's this there's there's this there's Kevin Durant there's LeBron James you got Steph Curry They've been in the finals all of these years. They've been running up the rankings, running up the money, running up everything, right? But there are other people like Giannis and Anthony Davis and Kimball Walker and Kyrie Irving. These are faces. These are Russell Westbrook and Paul George. These are big faces. So there was a time when Larry Bird was the face along with Magic Johnson, along with the other many basketball players there, but the two big faces were Larry Bird, the white guy, Magic Johnson, the smiling black guy. And there was Larry Bird, a great basketball player. Great, great, great basketball player. So who is going to be the next Larry Bird is the question that I asked. Not the next face uh, anything like that I asked a question based off of who's the next Larry Bird white guy that can play basketball that can be the face that can hold the torch because what we'll say is we've had Petrovich and um, the Nets organization you've had Peja Stojakovic in the Kings organization you've had Tony Kukoc in the Bulls organization, you got Dirk Nowitzki. So who is the new Dirk or the new Larry Bird? Luka Doncic or Laurie Market were the two people that I chose. And then I left a slot open for others. So you can name another name and I put in Chris Stapp's Porzingis. As an option. Because Porzingis is more of the new Dirk. But he's more of a unicorn. Because he'll put the ball on the floor. In a way that. We haven't seen Shaq. Or. Kevin Garnett. Or. Dirk do. I'm stressing the naming of. Faces in the NBA again. So. With me doing that, let's go to the results. We've got Luka Doncic, 75% as going to be the next Larry Bird. I can see that. I don't like that he ran away with this poll, but it is what it is. Larry Markin is 8.3. The other percent percentage got 16.7. So Lori Markinen is dumped down to the bottom on this poll. Street like garbage. Street like trash. I don't think Lori Markinen is that far off from being the next Larry Bird. Luka Doncic is something becoming totally different. <sighs> Luka Doncic is uh, capable of being the Lex Larry Bird. He really is. 
But what I wanted to talk about this poll is I got a couple of my first haters. I got a couple of my first people that don't listen. A couple of people that don't understand where I was going with the question. And so I have to kind of speak on that. Figure where people are going. I've got why do we need another bird? It's not another bird. You don't need another bird, but they're there and they don't need to be neglected. These basketball players that are of the fairer skin, the ones that have the ability to be the face of the NBA, be a face of the NBA. They need their due shine. They need their due diligence. And that's why we need another quote unquote bird. Joe Ingles is on here as an option. Joe Ingles as Larry Bird. Larry Bird is a champion basketball player. I don't think people take into account how good Larry Bird was in college. Larry Bird was a college standout. He was like DeAndre Ayton. He was like Marvin Bagley. He was... uh, He was like R.J. Barrett is this year. He was like John Morant. I really say it like that. He was like John Morant. He's at a smaller college. The college is not... They don't have huge basketball players. They're from a basketball place, Kentucky, where there's Indiana State, where uh, Larry Bird went. Um... It's, it's the same exact thing where he's a player by himself leading his team further and further through. But he went a little further than John Morant did. But you know what I'm saying? It, this guy was amazing in college. Now, I understand. Luka Doncic was crazy great overseas. Winning championships. Winning uh, MVPs. Overgrown men at 17 years old. You know what I'm saying? Winning. Taking pictures with trophies and stuff. He's He's been a winner. But Joe Ingles? Joe Ingles, bro. Really, though? Really, Joe Ingles? He's nowhere near what Larry Bird. I mean, this is not. This doesn't have to be Larry Bird, per se. But you can't put Joe Ingles in the same competition as saying. Who's the next Larry Bird? Now, I don't want to... Again, I, I am repeating the fact that this is a question of who is the next Larry Bird for a reason. Because it went left in my comments. It went left a little bit. But I tell you, I'm here to ring it in. You know what I'm saying? Bring it back home. You know what I'm saying? Um... There's only one Larry Bird. The rest of these guys aren't close to his play style. Just because they're white and can shoot doesn't give them the handling, court vision, etc. The list goes on and on. Larry Bird was also notoriously known as a rough, aka dirty player who trash talked more than Reggie Miller. 
Shout out to Timberwolves since 06. Um, no one can be the exact player that another player was. I don't think that's possible. So I think the guys went a little bit too literal. But I understand what he's going. I understand what he's saying. And I'm going to take his take as uh, valid and just continue to go from there. You guys can agree to agree or disagree to disagree or agree to disagree. But I personally think that just because they're white and because they can shoot and because they can dribble and because they have court vision and because they can play some tougher defense because that dirty basketball is not going to be allowed in the NBA anymore. And the dirty talk, I'm sure that the talking from an international player isn't going to be dirty. As you know, what I'm saying like that they'll cuss probably in another language, but they're not gonna start talking crazy on a basketball court because they don't know really how to do so. So that there, I'll leave that at that. But there's no looking in the mirror and saying, "Hey, there's the exact replica." Next question. Next person says, "Looking against my buns." Okay. Cool. And then I have Giannis doesn't exist. I'm going to just go straight here and say Giannis is from Greece. He has darker skin. And Giannis is going to be the face of the NBA if he can be the face of the NBA on a level that's not Larry Bird. Giannis doesn't even look like Larry Bird. Doesn't come down the court resembling Larry Bird. And game is nowhere near Larry Bird's. So I think he took the first part, read it, and said, who's the new face of the NBA? And then went straight there and said, Giannis doesn't exist. And then next comment is yes because Giannis is just like Bird I don't know if that was sarcastic or what but Giannis is nothing like Bird Giannis is nothing like Bird so where he was going with that I don't know but I put a comment on there I responded I said please understand that Larry Bird won a three point contest with a broken finger Giannis couldn't score higher than 18 out of 30 In the three-point competition, if you paid him, if you put a gun to him and was like, yeah, go around this tournament, go around this, and if you don't make 18 out of 30, then we get to shoot you. That man will not make 18. So Larry Bird is a champion. He is a man that knows how to shoot. He is a man that had a great college basketball season, college years. Giannis is not in that conversation with that. I don't understand. I don't understand where they went with that. But then I said, you know, throw Porzingis in the mix with, like I said, throw him in the mix. Adam, we love Adam, says none of these players are even closely resembled. None of these players even closely resemble Larry Bird. Larry Bird is quite obviously better, but he is completely different play style 
than the other guys mentioned. I don't know how old these people are. Or if they lived through the 80s. Lived through the 70s. But Larry Bird played in the early 70s. Played in the late 70s, late 80s. That's Larry Bird's window. And if you were not in that time period, you did not watch it. If you're not really zoomed in, zoned in, you may miss out on what I was going for, what I was saying with this poll. So as I said, this poll was very important. But... Luka Doncic did win this poll, 75% over Lori Marketing and anybody other. So who do you guys think is a new Larry Bird? A white, fairer-skinned basketball player that can shoot the three, pass the ball, Put it in the post. Create a finisher around the hole. Play some defense. And is on a winning basketball team. Winning basketball. Winning doing the things that they're supposed to do. I put Lori Markin in. And I put. Luka Doncic on there. Because they're young. They're new. They have a lot of opportunity in their window of 2018, 2017, 2016, and beyond. They have a window. Looking through their looking glass, and that's what I think. Between those two, one of them will be the next Larry Bird. Maybe I should have threw in in there the Dirk Nowitzki, the the uh, different guys like that in there. Maybe I should have. That's neither here nor there. Let's get on to the next poll that I had. The next poll that I had was same position, same age. They just play in different leagues. Quote unquote leagues. So who do you got? Who's the better basketball player? Trey Young or John Morant? Trey Young is in the NBA. Took his freshman year and went to the NBA. John Moran played his freshman year, continued to play college basketball, and is now where he is with the Murray State. Losing how they did, but it's okay. Trey Young. Or John Morant, they're the same age. Trey Young is already in the NBA. He's playing 82 games. John Morant is playing 30 something a year. He doesn't have that jersey on him yet. He doesn't have NBA stats yet. So he can't be in a comparison where you're comparing NBA numbers. And actually being on the NBA floor and things like that. But what you can do is compare the optics of the fact that they're the same age, play the same position, 
who do you think will run the team better? Who do you think will play the point guard position better? Who will be better for their teams or whatever team? What you'll do is you just take into consideration that, boom, wipe it out your head. Trey Young has not been drafted. He could be on any team in the world. He could be on a winning team. He could be on the Cavs. He could be on the Hawks. He could be on the Mavericks that drafted him. He could be on any team in the world. But just take into account, these are two basketball players in the gym. They're just at the YMCA somewhere. You got John Moran versus Trey Young. They got their five. Trey Young has got his five, and John Moran has got his five. Who wins that basketball game? Who's the better player? Who looks better in that game? Who would you choose? John Morant or Trey Young? Looking at my results, and I see Trey Young 72% over John Morant's 27%. I want to take age into account that they're the same age. Because that's important. So we'll go here. Let's see. City, Trey. Trey TL. He says, Trey Young is already making history in the NBA, on the NBA level. Okay, you're a Trey Young fan. I'm cool. It's cool. Tatum Tide. Trey Young is better, is a better passer and shooter than Ja will ever be. But Ja is already more athletic and better defensively than Trey Young can be. So it just depends on what you want from your point guard. And it should be obvious. Trey Young over Ja Morant. I have no horse in this race. My hands are up. Please don't shoot. Don't shoot the messenger. I just wanted to get that question out there as as draft day approaches, as March Madness ends, as Trey Young's first season comes to an end, just to put into perspective of these two guys' careers and what they're doing at this point, putting the league on notice, both of these guys are doing their things. I have nothing negative to say, only positive things to say about this here. These two are young individuals who have great point guard games that are going to flourish in the NBA, bearing any injuries. They're going to be great. I have no horse in this race. Please don't shoot. But I do want to get the juices flowing, get that conversation out there, get those debates going, those polls out there. I appreciate you guys for rocking with those polls. I have a lot of votes on there, so I did not go through this time and shout everybody out. But some of those guys in the comments, I did comment and let those guys know that, hey, I hear you. I appreciate you. And you guys have made the Hall of Fame press badge show. I got to get that badge dirty. I got one of those Hall of Fame press badges, you dig? I appreciate you listening to the Hall of Fame press badge show, you dig? Those were the polls. I enjoy putting up the polls. This is episode 18. I appreciate you guys. Could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. And I thank you. So stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. I'll tell you more about episode 19. 
And we'll go back in time just a little bit right before I end episode 18. So once again, stick with me. Hall of Fame press badge is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. Don't go nowhere. Yo, we back lit. Appreciate y'all for sticking around. Hall of Fame press badge uh, is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name. Basketball is the game. This is episode 18. Pardon my interruption. Just a fist reaction. Let the dreamers dream. I have a great Gatsby theory coming out right after this episode is dropped. So make sure you guys stick around for that. Continue to inspire me to inspire you. I have a full podcast, a solid stamp guaranteed. Something that you guys would like to listen to. I promise you, you would not want to miss this. Great Gatsby theory number two. Uh, Let the dreamers dream four is coming out. I mean, it, well, it came out on March 23rd um, Let the Dreamers Dream 4. I talked about LaMelo Ball and Mac McClung and um, the Gonzalez twins. Talked about Zion Williamson, Duke, and the NCAA tournament, John Morant. So make sure that you guys definitely check that out. Uh, talked about the 2K League a little bit. Um, just... You know, the NBA in general has been fun to talk about this year. D-Wade and his final season, his braids are ridiculous, but retirement is looking good on you, bro. Do your damn thing. The Spurs are in the playoffs, the ups and downs of the facts that they've been in the playoffs this many years in a row, and they're still continuing to be there. Uh, the TWTNIH zero step and how the travel is being, you know, exploited, how James Harden has the drip and everybody is following in his footsteps. Also talked about on, you know, episode 17, Paul George over LeBron James. Uh, talked about the All-Star game in episode 15. Talked about the Hall of Fame Naismith uh, nominees, candidates for uh, episode 14. Episode 13 was a happy new year. And then last year, uh, episode 12, I did a direction of the show. Another one of those type of episodes is coming very soon. So um, make sure that you guys stick around for that. That was last year. So uh, just keep in mind, episode 19 is definitely going to be lit because 19 is going to be about the playoffs. Of course, the playoffs is coming. Um yeah if you guys don't know the direction of the show make sure that you guys check out episode 12 episode 20 maybe 21 will be the one about the new direction of the show for 2019 for the summer we gonna run it up man let's do this together all of fame Fam, Hall of Fame alumni rock with me. Five minutes from home, the Just a Fist reactions that I've been doing for Steph Curry. I will be continuing to rock with that series. I like that series a lot. And talking about the usual suspects. More partner interruptions will be coming soon. Just something small. The LeBron versus Jordan conversation continues all the time. And I have my little piece, my little two cent. I'll throw it out there. And, uh, I don't know. You guys can be the judge of that. Great Gatsby Theory, as I said, will be coming out right after this episode. And Let the Dreamers Dream for the hour-long special was put out on March 23rd. So you guys can check that out. The Let the Dreamers Dream 5 will probably be for the Final Four or maybe after the championship. You know what I'm saying? Whoever cut down the net, whoever is cutting down the nets will, you know what I'm saying, 
I'll talk about those guys. Hall of Fame Prince Badge is the show. L. Scott Fitzgerald is the name basketballist. The game shooter shoot, man. Continue to inspire me to inspire you. The Odd Couple Show on Fox Sports Radio. I really like the fact that they debate. They have a hatred toward each other. That's a good fiery hatred to have to make a good show. They're called the Odd Couple for a reason. They're following in the Odd Couple's footsteps, I guess. And they're saying what they're saying and feeling how they're feeling. They really have opposite takes from each other. They really do. And it's really good to see. And I really enjoy their podcast. So continue to inspire me to inspire you, Chris Broussard and Rob Parker, the Odd Couple, their show on Fox Sports Radio. Topics, man, I don't know what I'm going to talk about next. But if you guys have any topics or ideas, man, make sure that you hit me and join the conversation at just L. Scott on Twitter or just hit me up on Hardwood Amino. Uh, I jumped in the chats. Jump, just hit me up on there, and I jumped in the chats talking about LeBron. We talked about LeBron's age and the fact that maybe he's out of his prime. And guess what happens the next day? They're talking about it on the herd with um, Kenyon Martin and stuff. So I guess so. Whatever. Appreciate the love, man. You could be anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that, man. More polls on Hardwood Amino to be coming out soon. So. Hardwood Amino, rock with me on there, okay? Uh, I am the Michael Jordan of this shit. You can't tell me any different. Um, and don't let anyone turn your dream into a reality, okay? Forward motion is forward motion. Continue to let those sleepers sleep and dream those dreams and not put that work in, man. We are going to put that work in. You could definitely be doing anything else in the world, but you're here with me, so I appreciate that. The love is love, but the hate is real. And I've never learned about love from anything except the opposite. If you don't understand what I'm saying, then you don't get it, man. If you know, you know. Are you dumb? You don't fuck with all the fame? Then you must be drunk. That's it. I appreciate you for listening. Hit me up on Twitter at Justel Scott. Tell me how good or bad the show is. If you're feeling the vibe and enjoying the ride on my road to 99, subscribe and favorite HOFB. Follow the hashtag hall of fame alumni we're not on espn or espn radio yet but we will be soon enough ball is life hall of fame.wordpress.com close the door behind you on your way out of the shop episode 18 the shop is closed it's fits and like that we gone Zion, 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 Zion. You a shooting guard, nigga, you a prospect. You a Nike check coming at the project. 